beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade. My purpose and mission for this life is to help women just like you reawaken their truth through the powers of hypnotherapy, subconscious reprogramming and tantric and neo-tantric embodiment practices. The wild feminine within us all is our greatest teacher and healer. She shows us our unapologetic truth. She embodies our pleasure and she magnetizes our manifestations and abundance into reality. This podcast is designed for you to create a deeper, deeper connection with your feminine through your mind, body, and soul, so you can create and design a life wilder than your wildest dreams. So without further ado, let's jump straight into today's juicy episode. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Find Your Feminine podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Now, if you clicked on this episode, it is probably a good chance that you struggle with libido or you want a higher sex drive or there's just something that's happening that you can't quite put your finger on. And before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit of a story about how I kind of like found the culprit that was ruining my sex drive and it had nothing to do with my food or my hormones or anything else besides this one thing and I'm sure there was lots of different factors and to be honest like there's we go through different seasons in life and I wouldn't say that like my sex drive is always like at a peak uh every single day and obviously as women we ovulate and then we have like a higher surge of testosterone and progesterone and we're feeling more turned on but this is just in uh, once I found out this particular thing it just changed everything for me so fast forward or fast backwards sorry uh back into like 2019 you guys would know that I was working as a wedding and events manager and at the time it was a very intense job I would use all my energy I think when I when I quit that job they replaced me with like four people which was just berserk uh yeah, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, my dog makes a lot of noise and yeah, that's just copy. So you can hear him in the background. But yeah, I it was a very intense job. And being a generator, what would happen is I would use all of my life force energy, all of my energy at this job. And I would get home around six o'clock and Matt would get home around similar time as well. If he was home, he used to do a lot, a lot of fly in, fly out work. But when he was home, he would get home and we would have like a My Muscle Chef meal. If you're Australian, you would know what that is. They're bloody everywhere. Uh, they don't have them in Canada, which is strange, but... Yeah, I would have a microwave meal and then usually around this time, like 2019, I would sit on the couch and we had like this, oh, so comfy. It's like the most comfiest Nick Scarlet couch. And I would lie there, turn on Netflix. At the time, I remember watching like the original OA or the OA, the original Angel. If you haven't seen that series, it is still to this day one of my favorite series I've ever seen. Oh my God, I love that show. It's just so disappointing that they couldn't make any more episodes. Uh, But yeah, I would get home six o'clock, make a microwave meal, 
my mum and I would go watch some TV and then we would stay there for a few hours like probably till like 8 39 and then we would just be like vegging out sort of like uh, de-shedding from the day if you will and then would have a shower and slip into bed when I got into bed oh my god the debilitating thoughts would start to come in and this wasn't only in my relationship with Matt this was in my relationship with past partners as well what would happen is we would get into bed and I would feel all of this pressure that I had to perform and I had to make love with them and we had to have sex and if we weren't having sex every night then we were failing as a couple we weren't a a healthy couple and this was happening most nights I would feel so guilty I would feel so guilty that I didn't have a high sex drive that at nine o'clock after the most intense day that I didn't want to like have sex and I remember thinking that I was broken like something was wrong with me like I yeah I was like why is everyone else having this incredible sex drive and incredible sex life and I'm just like I can't even do this one thing for my lover and fast backwards even more when I was with my last partner I remember the same thing like I would get into bed and I would actually count like okay we had sex two days ago perfect which means it's only been two days since we last had sex so I don't feel guilty and I would make these like calculations uh just to bring off some of the pressure that I was feeling because I was like okay if it's only been a few days it's not that bad and I just want you like if you're listening to this and you're like holy fuck I do the same thing oh my god I so feel you so this is why I'm sharing this today because even though like I got into bed and I would have these spiraling thoughts every night Matt was just lying there happy as Larry had no idea and he was tired himself so he was falling asleep Uh, but he did have more of like a a higher sex drive than me at the time and I will share why that was in a moment Uh, but yeah I felt a lot of pressure I'm like oh my god he wants to have sex all the time and it wasn't that he wanted to have sex all the time with me later on we had a chat which I'll share with you in a second Um, and it was just because he just loved me like it was just that was the way that he shared his love so after I had all these spiraling thoughts I think we just went to bed and it wasn't until that weekend I I believe that I was feeling a little bit more relaxed I wasn't going to work that day so I could be with my own thoughts and I wasn't like stressed out about work and I mean like looking back now uh, my body was not prioritizing pleasure because I wasn't even meeting my own basic needs and this is why nothing can flourish if you're not even surviving so your body your primal body will make sure that you're getting enough water you're getting enough sleep you're getting enough nutritious foods to make your body function and you're not in a stressed environment so you can be in like a calm regulated state and I wasn't I was surviving of coffee I was probably getting about six hours of sleep a night And when I was getting the six hours, when I would wake up, I would, I was already stressed. I was checking my phone of email for emails and like, yeah, it was just a really overwhelming time. So my body was actually in fight or flight and it wasn't in like this calm, regulated state. And this is the state that you need to be in to have a high sex drive. Because even if you want to have a baby, for example, if you're, if you're wanting to conceive, you have to meet your basic needs first. So it's the same thing. If you're wanting to be a healthy human, you have to meet your basic needs. And I was not getting enough water. I was not getting enough sleep. I wasn't getting enough nutritious food. And I wasn't taking care of my own body. 
so that's like culprit number one as to why my libido was really high because I was just in this like fight or flight response all of the energy when you're in this response all of the energy um, in the sympathetic nervous system basically goes to your hands and legs to run away from the threat your body thinks it's like running away from a threat so nothing is being digested in your gut I remember at the time as well I had really bad acne and um I literally didn't poo for two weeks. I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but yeah, I was just living out of a really stressed state. So nothing was working. And like, how did I think that I was supposed to have this high sex drive when I couldn't, my, I wasn't even meeting my body's basic needs. So that's element number one that I had to take care of. But I remember this weekend, this was the biggest thing that helped me. This weekend, I had a chat with um, Matt and it wasn't... Um, this was back in 2019 it wasn't like recently but I remember telling him about this pressure that I had every night when I went to bed and how I felt like I was failing him and I felt like he was gonna leave me if we weren't having sex every night and then I started to think about it I'm like well none of this pressure is coming from you I'm like I wonder where it's coming from and then I I I thought about it and I remember I don't know where it's somewhere in my programming but I remember seeing like everywhere like and hearing like a healthy and vibrant relationship had they have sex three or more times a week I remember reading that somewhere and it's been in my subconscious ever since like the definition of a healthy relationship is to have sex three times a week isn't that bullshit so much further than the truth and this isn't the same for everyone but this is what was shown to me and I would compare my relationship to this belief that I had and this is where all of these like limiting beliefs and really intense thoughts were coming from because I was like well I'm not enough I'm not doing enough I can't I'm not having sex enough and I'm not having a high libido so I'm like failing at this relationship even though I love this man more than my whole world that I've ever like experienced before I love this person so much I don't know why I just can't have a high libido so we had a bit of a conversation I remember and we're sort of talking about like if we had a if we could create the sex that we wanted like from a clean slate what would we want and I've never really thought about that I've just always been programmed about what a woman wants and how sex is supposed to be that I never actually took the time to say if I had it all my way how would I want to have sex and this changed the game for me because I realized that what the main contributor that was killing my sex drive was one obviously me living out of a fight or flight response but two pressure the feminine literally freezes under pressure like you think about when like I remember Matt would do this all the time I would be like trying to unlock a door and he I I don't know I always had trouble opening the front door of our old house that we had and I would try and unlock it and I would always do it the wrong way because he's watching me and I would freeze like I just become stupid and something that Alison Armstrong who is an incredible woman who has studied uh, the relationship between um, the feminine and the masculine for like 20 plus years she would she shared this once and I was like whoa and that is the feminine freezes under pressure and because I was applying all the societal pressure, it, it didn't even come from Matt. Like he, I'll share with you in a second, but like there was no sort of pressure coming from him at all. It was the societal pressure that was making me like freeze. I was like, oh my gosh. And it felt like 
a ton of bricks on my chest. And when I shared with him, we were able to cultivate like this really beautiful um, way that we wouldn't have sex. And because I know that I freeze under pressure now, I realized like, I'm like, if I had it on my way, we would have sex either in the morning or lunchtime. And if we do it in the afternoon, like it has to be early afternoon, not late afternoon, because my brain literally switches off from like eight o'clock. I'm a generator. So I use all of my life force energy in the day. And then usually at night I'm I'm asleep. Like I fall asleep in front of the TV. Like I, I get really tired. So if I had it on my way, we would start having sex like six o'clock and have an early dinner or even like eat it later. But I love not having anything booked afterwards. Like, cause I freeze if I know that there's like a time pressure coming or we have to go somewhere. Unless it's like a fun quickie and it's spontaneous and that's fun. But for me, I just know that my body really feels safe when there's no time pressure, when there's no pressure to perform and pressure to do anything. So from that space, we're like, okay, cool. Let's do quality over quantity. It's not, not that he was ever worried about the quantity, but at the, at the same time, when I was doing this with him and sort of having this conversation, we did the um, erotic blueprint and I'm sensual. So I actually don't really like I wouldn't say that I don't need it, like penetration, but it's not my priority. I actually really love kissing and I love intimacy and I love like looking into each other's eyes and I love a heart to heart connection. Like I get like we essential people can have like energy orgasms without actually having been touched. Like it's just like a, a more of a slow slow sensual experience. Like I love massages. Um it's my favorite thing. So Understanding that gave me like a big permission slip of like, cool, well, this isn't what I've been shown from like porn for the last five years. So that makes sense why I have so much pressure around the way that I like to have sex. And then whereas my partner, he's sexual. And although he does require penetration, actually asking him the reason why that is was really beautiful. And sometimes we think that we just like our partner just wants to have sex with us to get one off. And it's like, it's actually way deeper than that. Like they love you and they, that's their way of showing love. And we just all have different ways of showing love and meeting each other in the middle is really beautiful. So you can have like these almost like non-negotiables or like requirements to like get you in I wouldn't say get you in the mood, but having a conversation of like, if my sex life was everything that I want, what would it be? Because when you have the pressure from the outside world telling you to have sex three times a day and orgasm simultaneously with your partner, and if you're not having vaginal orgasms and you're broken, like all this fucked up messaging, what it is, is we're not just, we're not giving ourselves the time to just create the sex that we want. And to me, sex is really healing. Like for me, a lot of the times it's a really beautiful space because I feel so safe with my partner and I quite often open up and I will start crying or I'll start, I'll move in different ways or I'll sound in different ways. Like it's a really holistic, beautiful experience and it allows me to like alchemize emotions that I may not have dealt with during the day and not I'm not vomiting it on him but he is a safe space for me so I would say for me like sex isn't less around like one plus two equals three like just intercourse it is like holistic and it while 
it's really important to acknowledge yourself as a human being because human beings cry, human beings have different emotions. We are not, definitely as women, we are not the same people every person every single day. We change, not even based on our seasons and our cycles. Like we're just always growing and evolving as humans and we need different things. And I think the biggest thing is to be able to safely feel safe enough to express what it is that you need because when you're having sex with the goal to orgasm you won't orgasm like 100% of the doubt like unless you have a motorized machine which is totally fine if you want like a quickie but if you want like a vaginal orgasm or a full body orgasm and you're trying to orgasm or even a g-spot one and you're forcing it the feminine will freeze into force always it's going into sex with the intention of I'm going to connect with this person even if this isn't your lover even if this is just like this fling that you have that um, you have this really mutual uh, mutual respect and um, understanding and intention of just having fun with one another even then like when you go into sex with that intention of just having fun or just feeling connected to this person during this really intimate time orgasm will come but it even if it doesn't it's not a big deal and this is why I get a lot of women into my field because they're always like I feel really sad that I'm numb and I can't feel pleasure but underneath that pleasure is pain it's not actually that we're that we're aiming towards pleasure that there's all this pain that we have to feel first and that's why a lot of women don't go into this realm is because they they're too scared to feel that and that pain aspect is one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced like oh my god I'm gonna cry now like just being held by your lover when you're crying all the tears that you've been holding in your whole life like there is nothing as healing and this is where we transcend like once we go through holistic sex and feeling all of the the emotions that we've been suppressing because I think like sex is like a cauldron like it allows things to bubble up to the surface because you feel safe and obviously this goes without saying like if you don't feel safe with your partner maybe there needs to be a conversation around that with them um so maybe there's some things that you need to share that um to open up from your heart vulnerably so you do feel safe with them because sex is healing sex is like a really beautiful experience and um definitely for myself and women that have gone through sexual abuse and have sexual trauma and of going through numbness we have so much pressure to orgasm and we have so much pressure to perform and do things a particular way and they're not coming from our partners they're coming from ourselves they're coming from society and the way that we heal and if you want to feel pleasure that's amazing you will I promise you but first we need to go into the eye of the storm there are some pain usually there if there's numbness there's going to be pain underneath that veil of the the numbness there's there's going to be pain sticking its head up it was for me definitely and even today still I cry during sex it just depends what's happening that day and if I was able to hold myself through a journey or if I'm coming into partnership with my partner and like we're making love and then I'm like oh this is an opening and then it just allows emotions to flood through this is beautiful. Do not put pressure on it. Do not try and control it to be something. It is so much more important. Like I, I have never felt as connected to my partner as I do now that he is able to hold me. And I will admit the first time I cried during sex, I didn't tell him that I was going to, and he got really scared and he was like, oh my gosh, am I hurting her? Is she okay? 
And uh, that was really funny. Well, funny to look back on too. But after that, I was like, hey, I'm just going to cry during sex sometimes. I, what I really need from you is just to hold me. You don't need to talk to me. I, I'm just going to have some emotions that come up and I just really love your support. Can you provide that? And he was like, yeah, of course. I get that now. He was just a bit... The first time, I didn't tell him. So he was a bit like, oh my God, um, did I force this? Did I did I cause this? Um, yeah, so find a recipe of sex that works for you. Like if you had your sex life your all your way, which you do, and you and your partner or partners, what would you want it to be? Not based on what you see on porn, not based on anyone else's beliefs or how much other people have sex. I remember having this friend and... Uh, every time I would see her, she'd be like, oh my God, I had the best orgasm. Oh my God, I'm orgasming all the time. Oh my God, I can't get off and we have like crazy hot sex. And I would always feel really ashamed that I wasn't like that. But I was just different. Like I, I'm much more the slow and the intimate and she just has really soft brakes and high accelerators in her sexual drive. Whereas my, my foot's a little bit heavier on the brakes and that's okay. You, you just have to really understand what works for you and not base it on anyone else and sex is a beautiful a beautiful thing and it gets to be healing and it gets to be magical but the minute you try and control it and try and get something from it you will go into a freeze response and magic cannot flow when you're frozen so i hope this has inspired you today if you are feeling like you're wanting to grow and evolve and step into this next version of you that is sexually liberated and taking ownership and responsibility of your sex life and your sex drive and and your pleasure then my love I want to invite you to the path to pleasure and I created this three-day workshop embodied workshop series firstly for like my past me I was like what would like past Kelly need what does she need to hear what does she need to do and I realized like when I got started on my pleasure journey I was like reading every fucking book going to every workshop listening to every podcast that had to do with sex and I learned a lot my mind did but my body was still stuck in the same state the same numbness like I would be like cool well I, I, I cognitively logically know what to do why is my body doing something different and that was simply because I I tried to like understand it with my mind first and I thought magically after knowing everything hopefully my body would like get on board and I I never prioritized my body work and I realized like what I want to teach is Yes, there's going to be one day of like, I guess, like theory in a way to give you the base structure, but I want to show you physically, like in real time, how you can go into the pain and feel the pleasure. Because there's no point in me like sharing with you on a podcast or in a book or whatever it is, like I want to show you. And that is why I've created these three days. And I'm so excited that I've created these three days. And The women that are inside already is so beautiful and it's just going to be such a magical time. So if you're on the same journey that I was and you're wanting help and knowledge from someone that has experienced it firsthand and you relate to me, then this is for you. And I want to let you know that this is like one of the lowest price things that I've ever done because I'm like, oh, I want this to be like super accessible to like every fucking woman on this planet. So guess the price. $25. 
$22. It's $22. You, you can do it. $22 for three days that might change your life. Why fucking not? So the info is below. I would love for you to join us. And even if you don't, I hope you got what you needed from this episode. And again, it was only 20 minutes, but the next time you're having sex, just have sex because you just want to feel your partner's heart or just have sex with yourself because you just want to feel what emotion is present with you and just sit with it and be with it and just let it express itself. It doesn't have to be pleasurable all the time. Pain me, my journey into pain is one of the most liberating journeys that I've ever experienced in my life. And then I'm on a mission to show other women that they can do the same thing. So my love, that is the end of today's episode. Let me know if you relate. Send me a Instagram DM. I love chatting over there with you guys uh, when you listen to the podcast because Sometimes it feels like I'm just talking to myself. So it's nice to hear. I see the numbers, people what, people listening to the podcast, but it's sometimes nice to know who are the people that are listening and tuning into my words. So yeah, please do let me know. But yeah, join the, the path to pleasure if it feels aligned with you. If it doesn't, amazing. I so respect that. But either way, I hope to see you there and have a beautiful day. And I will catch up with you in the next episode. Have a good day. Bye.